This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy Woo! and sadness oh. and anger. Ah. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. Ah. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. Ah. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Challenge USA finale. I'm Brian Cohn. You're with me as always, my co-host, Ali Lesher. Ali, how are you? I don't know. We're, we're sad drinking. We should be happy drinking. All we can do is celebrate. Kiki is now the winner of slightly less than half of a million dollars. Yeah, look, Danny won. Fantastic finish. You love to see it. Everything else was hot, absolute putrid garbage, but we got Danny and Kiki to win, also Sarah. But Danny won. Danny won. Yeah, it's funny because we were, I tweeted this, we were scheduled to record tomorrow. We're like, it's a two hour final. Let's let it digest. We'll get back to our Thursday programming. And I don't know what I texted you, like three quarters late through the episode. It was like, um, maybe we should just get this over with. Oh my God. This was, I mean, I, I, I texted you this. I was like, after they sent Angela home, I don't even know what they had to do for the last part. My brain just like shut down. And then all of a sudden, like the entire cast quit. So I guess there was a Sudoku they had to do at some point. But it, this was, I mean, number one, I don't need a season two. Throw this in the trash. Let me pretend it never happened. 
Number two, I don't want to hear anyone ever say, including myself, like the challenge is like the fifth national sport. If the, if the national sport is putting out this product, throw it in the garbage, light it on fire and like throw it out the window. This is like, I mean, you could come up with a better thing in high school. Like what? What is happening? What What happened to this? I put, what, the fi- I, my brain broke. It broke. Shattered. Yeah, I I texted. I think that was the real turning point for everyone, uh, at least for this podcast. When Angela was sent home for timing out of, of <laughs> for electively timing a timing out of a checkpoint, which we'll get into, but. You were like, are you live? Which is a very uh, courteous response, considering that I texted you during the live well, because I, I feel like and just I like, like two weeks before that, I saw you tweet like, oh, I'm rooting for Angela. And like, it was literally exactly when she okay. went to bed that I was like, well, I'm finally rooting yeah, for I, her. I, I thought <laughs> it was like, like getting like, emotional <laughs> with sending Alyssa home. I'm like, oh boy, she's got a world of her coming her way. No, no, I was like, I respect so much that she's like, fuck this, I'm going to bed. Like, fuck your backup plan when Ben is eliminated and you're going to have me do this alone and I'm going to come in last and gas out. Like, finally, somebody who's realizing when something doesn't matter, I can strategically not exert Mm. myself and whatever. Um, But yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm three minutes behind. But TJ would have to come out, say all of this was a prank and we're starting over uh, for me to have changed my mind that this is the worst season of the challenge we've ever had. Yeah, it, it, it's really hard to, to disagree. I mean, this was I mean, this final, what sucks is like the concept of this final, right, of like everyone, if you finish, you keep your money that you earned. Great. I, I like the I knew the partner switch was going to come back. They did with the algorithm. That's fine. I like the point system. Great. All that in like macro level which should set up for like a pretty good final but the, we should have known like when they sent Ben home and made him fly out and out like like what are we doing I mean that's like not even that surprising for the challenge but still it's like like what are we doing what are we, like reevaluate from there yeah I, okay positive we, we did the silver lining that Kiki yes. won via Danny um <laughs> you know, we called the algorithm. You had called um, that that uh, Chekhov's Enzo with Desi. So that what a, what a terrible thing to happen to Desi, which we'll talk about, which I think is an insane decision. But you know, list some highlights. We were aware. We were seeing this. Another another silver lining before we just relentlessly trash on this season is how's this first spin? At least now. The editing of the actual show makes sense because <laughs> what was such a struggle is I'm rooting for no one. Well, <laughs> now I understand why that had to be the yeah. story arc. Where did Tyson go when he was here? Well, he's going to quit in the final. So maybe let's not put all of our eggs in his basket. What happened to Angela? Why is Angela dislike getting a dislikable edit until the last episode? Well, here's what's going to happen. Why are they trying to like buoy Sarah with the fab five when that doesn't exist? Well, like at least now I'm not insane. Mm-hmm. And I can, and I can look at this and say, okay, if I'm the editors and I have to make a story out of this, like at least how, nonsensical the story was the whole season makes a little bit of sense now I was a little bit afraid I was willing to do it and hopeful I would have to but I was like oh shit I'm gonna look like a real jerk if I come on and the final was incredible and like we had such a great outcome and what an incredible season and I have to be like sorry for shitting on it the last four episodes at least 
this is a fitting end to the Yeah, season. I would say two of the biggest winners. I think a lot of the people from the challenge proper have to be just like being like hot. These people think they can hang in our shoes like the entire cast quit. So they like they think this is bad. They try to do like anything else that we do. Like they try to step it up a notch at all in the final and they all die. So I think for the challenge proper people, they have to be like, yeah, like our world is still our domain. Like we don't have to worry about any of these people coming over. And number two, like Enzo must be just so happy with how this played out because now like like I've obviously that's a huge thing of like him quitting but that's now like dropped down compared to like everything that like transpired the last like 10 minutes with the entire cast quitting so it's not that he's let off the hook at all but it's not like the oh my god Enzo quit and that's all like the big takeaway besides the winner like at least there's other quitters now like everyone quit or everyone DQ'd or whatever there's other things to talk about it's not just all Enzo that's true I still think he and I he's still the bigger asshole because he quit on behalf of someone else but uh and I don't think he was apologetic enough (laughs) he was like nah I'm not doing it um Fair, fair point. We're looking for silver so linings I'm, I'm here. Digging, I, am, I am digging deep, as our buddy Jeff Probst would say, to try to find a positive or a way to like spin something positive out of this absolute train wreck that was the two hours. Which the first hour is actually pretty good. The second hour was a train wreck. It's interesting because so like Maggie Morgan, uh, RHAP contributor, host extraordinaire, texted me during the final. I don't know that that's ever happened. Not that she's never texted me, but like people were reaching out far. This is making national news. National news. Like national news. People on the local <laughs> talk shows they're going to talk about on CBS last night. A reality show happened where eight of the ten people were DQ'd or quit. What happened there? Let's go live to our little correspondent. <laughs> um, and Maggie raised the very excellent, very um, em- empathetic point that perhaps because I was with you, where I'm like. Okay, is this entire season now set up to just make CBS reality shows look like trash? Because I'm watching Sarah particularly say her body went into starvation mode. And I'm like, you were literally starving um, on Survivor and didn't have this difficult of a time. And Maggie raised the excellent point that was like, her theory is they did not have the proper equipment. And they were wearing sneakers. They had to take their gloves off for Sudoku. Perhaps global warming is the enemy and it was colder than they anticipated they being production. And and we have seen on All Stars 2 a production mm-hmm. botch uh, that, that contestants have talked about that like they didn't time it right and Sunday they got, had to get out of there and like maybe the lock didn't work and just keep running. You got it. And like they didn't really have it. And like it, it would not be out of the ordinary for this to have been a show issue because what is the likelihood, Brian, that eight, as you said, eight out of the ten people are DQ'd, but even like how many people ended up quitting? Six or seven have to really quit here when these are people who have competed, at least the survivors, in dire circumstances. Yeah, I, I buy like the that that theory that like they don't have like the right gloves or something like that, and it's not like that surprise. This is a production crew that ahead of time couldn't foresee a tie happening in a daily and they just uh, we don't have a tiebreaker there's no way to come up with a tiebreaker when two people have the same number when they have tiebreakers for things where it's like if they each reach the same centimeter of an inch we'll go by who gets there quicker like they can't come up with that in advance that, that like whoever gets to the 52 quicker gets the tiebreaker so the fact that they wouldn't be able to anticipate 
the level of gloves or clothes or hats that these people would need to wear or maybe stop having them do math where they have to take their gloves and the stuff <laughs> off to use their fingers like I don't know that could be a, a major plus but I mean this production crew like again like when you're doing these type of things that are giving out <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars like this is like a lot of money and it's just an absolute train wreck like I feel like there's gonna be a lawsuit one day where it's like the child every one of the challenges gets together and does a class action lawsuit against the producers of the show that it's like how how is this like legally binding of like what they're doing? They were just randomly cutting people, randomly doing this. People it, it's just chaos. It is chaos to give it like in like a survivor finale. It's like if they had just totally tossed up the rules that was like actually, you know, you playing your idol on someone else, uh, you're not allowed to do that, you're out of the gate. Like, like what? What is happening on this show? Uh, so, just I would like to say that we are not formally recommending that reality TV folks sue uh, production companies. But, I, like, I, it's so funny, Brian, because there's a show that I'd actually like to pivot to talking about instead. But I guess that's not what people are here for. Called Tell Me Lies on Hulu, which is so incredible that I started episode four the minute it dropped. Twelve oh one, I was a minute in when it was released this morning at twelve o'clock in the morning. Um, and there's a part where a guy like gives a guy shit and he's like, I love when you stoop to my level. That's how I feel when you get mad because it doesn't happen That's often, like, but it's beautiful to watch. I, I, I told you this. I've, I, I've become to. addicted now to tweeting to the challenge official Twitter accounts, just like trolling them. It's like now my new like high I get off of just like firing back. And they like they tweeted out right at, right after Angela quit and like the whole chaos started to go out. They tweeted like, has anyone ever played Sudoku? And it just like totally tone deaf about what is going on in their fan base. And I tweeted back to them. Have you ever crafted the rules for a final? <laughs> and then. Okay, that, <laughs> wait, I have to pause. That makes a lot more sense because I saw it quickly. And I guess the challenge official account is using a photo of Tiffany. So I thought Tiff, that was Tiffany. And I was like, why are you going for <laughs> Tiffany? And, now and, then, and then they're trying to be all cutesy. Like another one bites the dust. Will anyone survive the final TJ's final? And I wrote the audience didn't. They did it. <laughs> We're fuming. And it's such a shame because so like another reason we're doing this right now is because, you know, the challenge official podcast um, is going to come out and you're going to do the exit interviews. Although now I kind of understand why you're just doing group interviews. <laughs> and there are no second, third, right. whatever place. Um, like, and, and people are going to tell their story. Tyson's got podcasts. Like, people are going to explain this, right? Like, because it just can't be the case, whether it's the equipment, whether it's it was too hard, whatever, whether they're all allergic to onions and didn't know. Like, some story is going to come out because it's just insane that only two people finish the fight. We've seen such brutal finals, and we've seen people in worse shape, less physical, less athletic, do better on the regular show. So... I'm just, we're here. We don't know what happened. We're viewers. And tomorrow it will be available to everybody else. Like what occurred here? I feel bad though, because it's like how I was shitting on it the whole season. Like the people were good. The strategy was good. People's instincts were good. It could have been interesting. Like I just, so in terms of like whether or not we want a season two, I, like, I still have optimism that this can work 
with new people, with old faces from the challenge, with old grudges or, or old faces from CBS, with old grudges based on those shows. But if this is all we have, I can't disagree with you that this did not was not proof of concept. No. No, if they, if they came into the Shark Tank with like we did a season one uh, on this show and we want to <laughs> we tried to do proof of concept, they would say uh, we are out for that. For that reason, I'm out. Yeah, Bigger than yeah. Enzo, uh, yeah. yeah. No, it just like didn't work. And honestly, like maybe they did. To, like maybe their thought of taking each daily and turning it down a couple notches was the right move. And maybe they did just turn this up too much because, like, I mean, we hate in a daily where people can't finish a daily for the final. People like are just tossing their hands up and just giving up. Like I, it was just, it was embarrassing. Like I, I, if I was like, if I created the show and this is how it ended, I would just be utterly embarrassed that this was the end point where it's just, everyone quits. Like sure. Sarah, like Sarah wins and is convinced she lost. Like that is not how a show should end. But like compared to the finals, we've seen right like for people who don't watch the challenge to show up to an eating checkpoint and there be an onion on the table and then to actually have people dare to complain about that onion and i never say this you never say this either i can only speak for myself i never say i could do that we're always like well look we're on our couch like it would be hard maybe it's harder than it looks i i literally had a raw onion like the other day i eat garlic all the time like i'm disgusting but like you can eat that like I'm sorry. And the fact that they didn't have to drink the lemon juice, if you had acid reflux, that's your own damn fault. Don't drink the lemon juice you're not required right. to drink. I really, I never say that. I'm like, I'll eat an onion on the next podcast. Like, I just can't. I'll, that's more of an NGOG thing I'll do. Like, we're the same. We normally see like rotting testicles being consumed that have been in 500 degree yeah. heat. Like, this is brains people have eaten raw brains glasses of blood like i'm not computing how this could be that this was turned up yeah, too honestly, much I, unless it was no, the honestly honors. you're right it really wasn't like i think it was just like the cold at the end like i think they weren't i guess they weren't prepared for that level of cold for the hiking up a mountain that had snow at the top but like i feel like when i see snow at the top of a mountain that implies to me it's going to be very cold so i feel like i would have been more prepared for that but i guess i, I don't know i don't know like what went wrong? Did things take too long that it went too long into the night till it was too cold? Like I think you like said before, like that kind of happened on All Stars too, where they just like mistimed everything. So like, were they supposed to get to the puzzle more like at midday when it wouldn't have been as cold? I I just can't. I don't know how that could throw things off so dramatically though. We've had people have to like sit on a stump all night. Like they had tents. I mean, I know they were moving wheelbarrows. Like I'm not saying this was easy. It wasn't easy by any means. I just, if we're comparing mm-hmm. to the challenge proper, like we've had to, people had to like dunk their heads in an ice bucket to switch shifts, right. like in the cold. I, I'm just like, look, I have to, I just have to center myself and, and take Maggie's sympathetic position and say, they can't all be wrong. Like everybody fucking quit. <laughs> like everybody quit. Danny though didn't look a shred below like a balmy sixty-five degrees. Yeah. Like, he did not look to be cold for a yeah, second. Danny, like Danny's a bit obviously like 
obviously the big winner. Uh, but like he comes across as even more of the big winner, just kind of how well he did. Like he seemed like he could have handled even more than what he did. Um, I mean, look good for Sarah too. Like I think Sarah is like a lot of the times insufferable, but she doesn't quit. I don't know if like if there's any conspiracy theories out there. Like maybe she got help to do the puzzle so they had a, a female winner because I think that would have looked even horrible if they just had one winner. But well, at least she didn't quit. She powered through. She got it. Got the win. Um. She was insufferable a lot of the times, but I mean, she backed up a lot of her talk, I guess, by by winning and finishing. But there's that. If you, wait, are you have you seen somewhere that there's a theory about that? Or I'm, just saying, like, spe- I'm just wildly I'm just wildly speculating right now. Okay, because I don't I don't want to co-sign that because why not Kayla then at the Sudoku like why and slash. Like, to me, the biggest proof that this show is not rigged is that they pulled Angela out after yeah. that. I mean, so no, fine situation. So if, as we're doing this, live, I did see a little bit of clarity on that. I guess you could say so I saw uh, the great uh, Devin Simone tweeted that um, let me, I don't want to misquote her tweet. Another a perfect example to be on while you look it up. Person I was thinking about, regular person, completed a final that looked much yeah, more difficult absolutely. than this one. Yeah, Devin would have smoked this <laughs> final and like had a cup of tea at the top of the mountain. Um, <laughs> she said uh, she didn't read the sign. According to both of our guests tomorrow who are on the podcast, they said that on the sign it specifically said uh, you can't uh, just not do it. So apparently the, it was clearly stated out like the sign for the rules for that one that like Angela couldn't just not do it. But again, like even if that's true, like just tap the tent and be like, you know, you're going to get DQ'd if you do this, right? Right. Where is right. the producer? Isn't that the point of the producer to produce? Yeah. Hey, I just want to let you know, you're going to, you're going to get disqualified if you go to right. bed right now. Just say that. And honestly, then include it and like make Angela look horrible. and be like, yeah, I'm just going to quit and take a nap and wake me in the morning and I'll be out. Like show that then if that actually happened. Otherwise just tell her, I don't know. She's tired. She's exhausted. She's not following the rules. Like, if it's one thing to like guide someone on the right path, like if you're running the wrong way, like that's on them. But like, if you're just like blatantly just sleeping and like, she obviously would try to do it if she knew she would be eliminated. If she didn't just like be like Angela, by the way, like if you quit, you're done. Like, Oh, okay. I'll get up and do it. Like, that's what we want. And everybody had been partnered up, right? This was the last leg. That was the last leg. Now I wonder if, Because you're also like, well, where's Tyson, her best friend? Like, did nobody read the sign? But um, then I'm sort of like, well, maybe he was like, oh, I don't want her to be paired up with somebody else. It'll help her. Mm -hmm. Like, it's no longer helpful to have her in the final. But yeah, like, (laughs) you know the meme that's like, you're telling me a shrimp fried this rice? So I feel like you're telling me that she didn't bother to ask or seek clarity to confirm after being aware that Enzo DQ'd Desi, you're telling me that she didn't bother to get clarification on this? That is, I mean, then Angela has become, gone from one of the best people on the show to the single worst player in the it's, game. It, it, and I'll be mine up. It, the whole thing is unbelievable. Like, I don't understand how it got to the point where she was sleeping for, I don't know, eight hours, however long they were there for. Like, at any moment, there was not a. Angela, if you don't get up, you will be eliminated by someone. Someone in like the entire grouping of cast, her, produce, producers. Like, no one wants to see her get eliminated. There was her and Sarah battling back and forth. I would have loved to see if Sarah could, uh, if Angela could have done the puzzle and finish and won. Like, 
This is just a horrific way to go to, to, to do this. Horrific. And I was, this is when I was rooting for Sarah. I, I think Angela had an excellent episode, including, up until and including her elimination, because, and I didn't really give a shit about the her crying about Alyssa thing. I just thought, like, um, they just, like, the, the whole thing with her and Tyler, I thought, was, like, really heartwarming. Mm-hmm. And we just got to see, like, a lot more of her personality this episode that they haven't, like, really shown us the whole season. Um, but I also was irate when she did what I thought was a great move of going to sleep, obviously <laughs> uh, not being results-oriented. And all of the women are talking shit about it. And I'm like, you guys should be thrilled. If she like I like you guys should be like just shut up about it. I forget why. Now well, because she's taking the broken. less, so everyone else is guaranteed to get more points. That's what it is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank we're, you. We're, Thank we're, you. We're, we're, we're going back and forth. The format was so irrelevant that I forgot it. Yeah, I was like, you should be relieved that she's not just scooting back and forth with this wheelbarrow. Yeah. Yeah, and and I I also tweeted this, but it is it was just so preposterous that they didn't just like update the points. Like it was five four three two. Without without an extra team, <laughs> like I mean, it's just the whole thing was just a giant mess. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Should we go back to the first part of the episode? Oh, and my God. Like, like should we just end it? Like, 10 years ago, the little first part of this episode. Well, here's a question. Now, in the first second, we get a voiceover saying the challengers who finish will keep their bank account and the winner will split the remainder. Um, I don't know if that's going to do. Excuse me? Like, maybe something that could have been brought to our attention yesterday? And so my question to you is, would that have mattered if they under... It, it seems like they did not understand that the whole show because nobody was talking no, about no, it. No, they definitely didn't know. Or was it just cleverly edited around? Uh, I, I, I don't think they, they knew about this because, yeah, there was never, yeah, I don't think they knew about it, but I, I don't see again, like, why they wouldn't tell them. Like, I don't know if it would have added anything, but at least, again, they're playing with all information so they, they can, like, I still think you would go have the same thought process of going after someone with the most money anyway, but actually, if you know you're gonna keep the money, 
like I guess it would add a little bit extra. I don't know if it necessarily would have changed anything in the game, but it could have. We don't know. That's the problem. We don't know if it would have. I would have liked to see if it would have changed anyone's decision making. Like, oh, maybe I will go after Tyson because I know this isn't just Monopoly money. I'm actually going after his whatever fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars, whatever he has. Um, I would have liked to see that. Yeah, I guess not knowing is an advantage because it could sort of incentive an advantage to the show because it incentivizes people in theory to get rid of the threats to win the challenge because you're not aware that there's second or third place money. You that like I can't second isn't good enough. Well, if you've got thirty grand, maybe second or third is good enough, and then you don't care right. if Tyson's there in the end. So maybe it would have only made that worse. On the flip side, we complained all season that the men have no incentive to win on a women's day. The women have no incentive to win on a men's day once they've already qualified. Here's incentive. Here's five grand. You don't want five grand in your pot. Mm -hmm. Then does it make somebody want to go in more? Does it make somebody want to throw the win? And then maybe Tyson's not in power as much. Probably not. But I just wish we were having these conversations because even if it didn't actually impact the decision and maybe they did know it, it never impacted a decision. So they never told us about it, whatever. Like I would at least felt like there was more intelligent conversation going on, something we could understand. They could say, we're weighing this versus that. It wouldn't have made everything seem so obvious. Like maybe they would have had better like um, diversions that they would have been able to create in the edit. And as as an audience Mm -hmm. member, it wouldn't have felt so clear cut what the decisions were. I just don't understand why they always do that and tell us at the very end. Or let us know and they don't know. And at least we're like, well, you're an idiot. You're throwing away $5,000. Like, maybe that would even be fun. Yeah, I I don't know. They love doing that. Like, they did it with the stars during All Stars where they just don't really tell them what they mean. Um, Yeah, they just like playing this, like, you know, magic trick at the end, like, to reveal what the rabbit is. I don't know. I don't know why they like having that big reveal at the final, but just tell them the rules along the way. Like, they did that for so many years on the challenge and it, like, worked just fine. More than fine. It worked great. Um, I I don't know why they need this like grand reveal of like ooh this big twist of what the special power mean at the final. It, it doesn't add anything. If, even with the stars, they were like, trust us, you want to have the most, or like you want to have a lot of stars, and that did impact people's decisions. Um, like even if TJ had said, you know, five thousand qualifies you, but if I were you, it's always better to have more than less. Mm, leave it there. You know, like give us something. Mm-hmm. Something. Yeah. Here it was just like, okay, you just need to get five k or six. I don't remember now. Five k, I think it was to make the final. That's all you yeah. needed. There was no idea of like what it meant after that. Five k to fifty k. It, it could have meant anything. Um. Yeah. There was no sense of you want to get as much money as possible. There's nothing. It would just get the 5K and that's all you needed. All right, let's work backwards because Alyssa says she wants to prove that she's a competitor and a strategist. We see her go out in the first hour. Was that accomplished? Did Alyssa accomplish what she came here to do? Um, I think she accomplished her as a competitor. I think, I mean, obviously this will elimination notwithstanding, but I think she did pretty well throughout the dailies and showed herself to be pretty good. Um, I think she was drawing dead at this elimination, so I'm not really going to hold that against her, but I think she did pretty well in the competitions. I think her strategy, strategy a lot of time was cladded just from a lot of personal stuff um, and wanting to like make a move and get revenge and, uh, and do a lot of things that weren't necessarily the best things for her game. So I think from that process, I don't think it helped, but I, I do think she has a place in this world. I think she fit in this world pretty well. 
Yeah, so I think we can fault her for drawing dead. I agree with you. Not in this episode. There was nothing to be done here. Uh, I agree. And Or at least I think her pitch to Dom was the best pitch that was made to Dom. But Dom made a different decision. Um, so I think she did everything she could in this episode. I think as you're raising, the biggest criticism for her to me is... She could have been potentially Angela and Tyson. She put herself by eliminating, by orchestrating the elimination of all of her mm-hmm. allies. She, especially X, who, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and who knows what would have really happened if he stayed on, but seemed to be willing to prove that she was his number one. Like, she forfeited the opportunity to be Angela and Tyson with X and instead traded for being the bottom of another alliance. Now, that was great when that was the majority alliance, but then when it came to her being vulnerable, they didn't care about her. So I think, like, potentially if she had been at the end with some of the people she had a hand in eliminating, maybe then she wouldn't have been the one in danger. Sorry, my bloom's blowing me up. Literally, this is, like, shaken RHAP. Jordan Kalish texted me, like, why is everyone mad at the challenge? You know what, Jordan? Watch your show. <laughs> um, but, but, like, I, I just, I, I think... I I think it was nice to see Angela genuinely respect Alyssa as a competitor when she goes out. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll take Angela's word for it. I think uh, Alyssa kind of sunk her own ship in the first half of the game. Yeah, and look, she was also, I don't know how the tiebreaker should have gone, but she was also then just like a point away from if Tyson had won this, she was she's in the final. Like Tyson, like Kayla would have been in this elimination and Alyssa's in the final and uh, Alyssa and Angela are both in the final and like how they play this out. Uh, you think about much differently if they're both in the final. So she was like very close to it all, uh, all playing out here. She kind of got a little like with this weird tiebreaker twist screwed. Like if Tyson had won this or if Danny had won this, um, she one hundred percent would not have been thrown in here. But if Dom, let's say Dom finished before, t- I don't know how this worked. But like, let's say that Dom won, then she's screwed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, then yeah. she's not screwed. She's she is justifiably sent sure. to the elimination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um. Well, that's the other thing with the tiebreaker, right? Like, that has to be a decision because it's much more interesting to have somebody win who's going to be willing to put uh, Alyssa and Angela in together. And I don't just mean Alyssa and Angela, but I think, like, I don't think they couldn't have figured out a tiebreaker. I'll say that. Honestly, though, the way this, like, the three person, like, played out much better than any of the crappy two ones. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They should have just done this for a while. Like, I, I, I don't know if I would have liked the idea of like every week it would be like two men, one woman for a women's day, one, two women, one man. Like, I, I don't know if I don't like that power dynamic because I don't know. But like, there would have been something better to do than just how they did it with uh, one and one and like no downside to the other sex. So, I don't know. This was a little better. Well, what's interesting here is we have Tyson suggest that it's going to be a deadlock and that means that it's either a house vote or Angela decides who goes in. So we've been also wondering all season if they know what happens in a tiebreaker. Now I'm wondering if our information is even correct. I guess what's our information that Ben said on the challenge podcast proper that it would be the person in power has to go in. So in this case, Sarah, but do we know that's actually true or is that just what Ben thought? Phil speculated. I don't think it's a hundred percent determined. Officially, but I don't know the way I think. 
I thought Tyson was reading. I don't know why. Like that seemed very odd because it was all three people. So like it will, unless they all voted for different people, they were never going to be tied. So I don't even know where Tyson was getting at with like, all right, I guess it'll go to a house vote or Angela decides because I mean it's three of them, so they weren't. It wasn't going to be tied no matter what. Well, I think he said we won't be able to decide, and then Sarah was like, "Well, I think they would do majority rule." And that's oh, what he then okay. So he's Don. thinking like if the so three I think of them, maybe yeah, the three of them had to be unanimous. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, but I think that should be on your list of things to ask Tyson is like, did they know or do they even know now what the tiebreaker would have actually right. been? So I'd like to know the answer to that, even though it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. Oh my, I'm still so, so mad. I'm still so mad. What do you mean you don't know? Can you confirm? Yes, 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 yes. I can't yes, even submit yes. a question. question yes. Well, I, I'm not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm, <a> spoiler. <laughs> I'm not going to speak to everyone. So I don't know the timeline of when we're speaking to everyone. So hopefully I'll be speaking to Tyson as part of uh, when I'm available. But I, I will try. If I am, I will. I will. I'll text Rob okay. directly. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Dom's decision. Ooh, bug flew into my mouth. Um, <laughs> Sounds about right. Um, or I guess we're talking about, I mean, uh, well, let's talk about the challenge. Here's a challenge. What, what challenge did you say was like a mini final and I like almost <laughs> fell out of my chair? This sure. challenge, okay, can be a mini yeah, final. This one could be a mini final, although, not, although no one quit. So I guess it's not really a mini final for uh, this season. Um, but. I know it gave me high hopes. Yeah. So I was like, oh, people are well, doing like, well. I, I love a nighttime challenge. It really just like fires me up. It feels like it's like a, a primetime event <laughs> really gets me going. So I love the nighttime stuff. I feel like I've always felt the best daily they've ever done was the nighttime one where they were hanging off the side of the building and it really looked like people were just plunging to their death. Uh, bring that stuff back. I love nighttime challenges. So there's, I love this. It was so funny when Kayla was like, it's like we're going to be buried alive. Well, they've done that yeah, on the challenge. Multiple like, times. Like in her worst times. <laughs> we've done it. Um, I liked this challenge. Um, I was shocked how long it ran and how the only storyline was Angela can't do the puzzle. Oh, Angela, Angela, Angela was, was trying like, with the puzzle. I didn't even notice that. I didn't know that was like going on there. <laughs> well, I was out here so sus of the entire season. I was like, Angela's gonna just go get one more tire after she releases this one, not lose. And then this was a complete waste of forty five minutes of this right. episode. So at least that yeah, didn't happen. I'm glad after all that it, it mattered for Alangia, Angela to uh, to lose. I was I was waiting for Tyson just to hop in and like help like literally help her with the puzzle. Um, especially because again this didn't really mean that much for him. Just trying to get a few extra bucks that he didn't even know mattered. So I, I guess he must have been like they're not allowed to help. But I was surprised he didn't really help. I know we left the slide puzzle out, but you know what a slide puzzle is going to look like. So knowing the finished product doesn't really help you that much. So I was surprised he didn't jump in more to help her. Yeah, that was hilarious. Look at mine. Uh, okay. It's a bird. I know um, it's going to be a bird. I don't know how to move the pieces, Tyson. I was wondering if Tyson was going to be able to give her his tire. Like, mm. I wasn't like I, I wasn't sure if somebody could run and get tires for themselves or get tires for somebody else. Like, I wasn't, you know, and none of that ended up mattering. I'm sort of glad they did it how they did it, because I think it did yield an interesting result. Um... But yeah, she she did lose. Mm -hmm. I really thought it was going to be a waste. I thought it was going to be a red herring. So they yeah, got they me. did. Angela loses. Don, uh, Dom and Tyson uh, both with fifty two points tie for the win, and uh, Sarah wins. Gets her first daily big, obviously big night for Sarah. First daily win of the season. Couldn't ask for a better time. 
Tyson had one of the greatest lines this season. We said, I'm sure it's a great honor for Dom to tie for something with me. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't do like a nice little callback to our Survivor fans. Like, oh, Dom tying for a win. Maybe uh, where's uh, Laurel to cast a deciding vote? I thought Tyson would uh, drop that in there. <laughs> um, it, it's also like I did think there was a world that Sarah was going to throw herself into the yeah. elimination. Because again, Sarah's so motivated mm-hmm. by ego that if there was a world where she couldn't get the boys to sway rather than Kayla go in, because you know what? Like, Sarah ends up winning. Who knows what would have happened? She was leading Angela the whole way. And she, by all means, even if Angela tried, she was going to beat Angela in the wheelbarrow leg. So I did think it was interesting. It would have been an interesting move from Sarah. It would have been an iconic mm-hmm. move for Sarah to say, I'm going to go in and do my own bidding, get rid of the toughest competitor before the final, yeah. and then I'd rather compete against Kayla. Does not happen. Yeah. The great Kyle uh, Picard was all over that. He was uh, eyeing that from the second they said, he's like, oh, Sarah's going in, 100%. This is going to decide the winner. Didn't happen. Sarah's only willing to throw herself in, apparently, when it would never be allowed by production. I'll tell you this, so I think... Uh, I'm not even joking about this. I think Sarah has a better chance to beat Enzo and Hall Brawl than Angela in Paul Russell. So I think she probably chose wisely. <laughs> uh, that's really true. I'd like to see both of them mm-hmm. at this point. Um, it is annoying to me to have Angela saying, oh, I want the best in the final, so give me the two people easiest to beat in the elimination. And Sarah saying, well, yeah, I agree. And Alyssa is the worst because she was the worst in this challenge. Like. Again, I want to see people willing to say, like, I want, the, I deserve it, and I want an easier road to the final. Like, I just don't like that we're talking in these, like, fake, like, uh, what's it called when you're, like, a good person? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, morals. <laughs> like, the morality police are uh, Yeah, um... <laughs> when you're, like, a good person. Uh, yeah, uh, Angela just, like, storming out was... Uh, a little funny, uh, but I don't know why she. Yeah, I mean, she kind of already said what she needed to say, but she was right. Sarah's not going to like listen to her. I mean, Tyson's already a defender, so it was always going to come down to Dom. What her, what she said, what she was going to say wasn't going to kind of tip the scales. But I did enjoy her just kind of st- uh, stopping out. See, I thought to do that on a question Dom asking you, she was just so confident. I think that Tyson was going to be able to control, mm-hmm. or that even she was working with Dom, and I think that was a poor decision. I don't know that that would have moved the needle, but I think Dom is somebody who wants to be respected. And if he's asking you a question, he's also pretending that he's coming from some like open and honest bullshit place. And it could matter. And he says he protests before she leaves and is like, uh, you know, it could matter. And she walks out on him. I'm not saying that made the decision. I'm just saying that's not what you do in that moment. Dom loved it though. This was Dom. This was probably Dom's, uh, Dom's best episode. He was loving this power. He was loving, loving the spotlight, loving to kind of guide the action. So he he was enjoying this very much. So he he had his cup of coffee in the morning to like go over like the the morning uh the brief to go through the decision. He he was loving it. Why do you think Tyson targeted Kayla and not Justine here? You know, it's it's very interesting to see the relationship between Tyson and Kayla because we both thought they were very close like the middle of the season, but I guess it was clear like they were like when the house we thought was splitting between Tyson and Sarah, like Caleb was not on the Tyson side. Looking back, Sarah would have been, uh, Caleb would have been on the Sarah side, which is surprising. Uh, yeah, I guess he just didn't think of her as much of a competitor. I mean, just the, I feel like Dom had the right really. Like, she would have been good in puzzles. She would have been good to complement Dom's areas where he would 
needs someone to help him out. So I feel like for Dom, like having Caleb probably makes sense. Uh, but I mean, Justine's pretty good too. I don't know. They're both they're both decently good competitors uh, that could fit like a right spot at the right time. Yeah, and I think like. I, yeah, I don't know if Tyson just had to pick one of them to really hammer it in because I think they're both pretty comparable with Alyssa. So it's not like arguing between one of them and Angela who would be a better partner in the final. Um, but in a way, it is a little bit because it's almost like it's so many considerations if you're Tom and none of them really ended up mattering. Well, nothing really ended up mattering, <laughs> but, but yeah. If you're Dom and you think this is going to be a partnered final, and we're going to be able to pick our partners. You should be putting someone in that has the best chance of beating Angela because Angela is going to pick Tyson Absolutely. and help Tyson win. If if you think everybody's going to have this a partner for an, a leg, then you want to pick somebody who's the most over, like who's not just strong in one area and not weak in one particular area, like an Enzo. And I don't really think any of like they're all pretty consistent. So mm-hmm. I think. As, as far as we know so like that doesn't really matter um so if you're dom and you're just thinking like it, it, it's almost negligible like unless you're trying to t- like i don't really know how he made the decision except for the fact that he seems to make it on personal mm-hmm. decisions i'd be curious to hear from dom tomorrow what like what ends up moving the needle for you was it just personal relationships and mm-hmm. loyalty a la like ghost island dom was it like something that we're not thinking about i thought Alyssa made the best pitch which is like i'm the best overall consistent competitor i've like never lost a challenge except for one and i'll be good to have mm-hmm. in the final everybody else like even sarah's pitch was just like tyson has controlled the whole game and like i guess that ended up working right is like your ego you're the alpha like right. you don't get you like tyson doesn't do what you say to do and that's where i think angela fucked up by walking out on him yeah no i think that's totally fair i think uh i think dom wanted wanting to get one over Tyson pushed the scale further than any difference between Kayla and Justine in a final. Which I mean, look, I, I don't know there's that much of a difference between Kayla and Justine in a final. So uh, I think if Dom wanted to get one over on Tyson, that's a perfectly acceptable reason, honestly, to to do something like this. Yeah. All right. Elimination. Uh, were you surprised Dom puts Alyssa in? I honestly was. I I, I thought the way it was setting up was. Dom was going to do uh, Kayla. So I, 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 I mean, I've honestly been surprised by almost every decision come eliminations all season. They've kind of <laughs> fooled me. So even this one, I was not as confident that I was going to be Kayla, but I, I did. I was a little surprised to see uh, Alyssa thrown in. I agree. I thought it was setting up this whole like fake storyline of Dom being like, I'm not going to do what, what my decision is going to have nothing to do with Tyson. And I did exactly what he wanted to do, but for me right. and not for him and by Pukalen. So uh, I wonder how much it matters that they were told it was the last elimination before the final, before he made the mm-hmm. decision, because that seemed to really impact Danny's decision uh, and Ben's decision last week, which would have been even more relevant uh, if he had known there would there would be no repercussions if he protected Enzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if that emboldened Dominic in any yeah, way. It could have because, yeah, obviously there was no, he didn't have to worry about any recourse of Angela like eyeing him 
for the next uh, male elimination. But I feel like they already were told that there was the last male elimination, or maybe we were just told that the audience. I don't know. But I guess like knowing for sure there was no more uh, threat of Angela eyeing him for next week. I, it definitely wouldn't hurt his decision to go after Angela's number one ally and make this move. So it definitely doesn't hurt his decision. Um, Paul Russell, I thought was a good one for this. I don't know. I I know you were you were getting up in the Twitter about the eliminations, but I thought this was a good. Yeah, look, I love Paul Russell. Um, it's a great one. I, I just, I it just sucks that Alyssa just had no chance. Like Angela would have had to like catastrophically mess up here to to lose. So it what it, 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 there was nothing really to it. Angela was going to win this one like ninety nine times out of a hundred, basically. So I mean, she did. So Alyssa put up a, a, as good of a fight as she possibly can. Yeah, and this is where my origin story for starting to root for Angela grew. When, like, Desi, they do, like, all of the people in confessionals, Desi being like, wow, wouldn't it be great if Angela went out? And I'm like, oh, now you want Angela out. Like, I was screaming. I was like, none of you deserve for Angela to get eliminated here, except for maybe Sarah, who's the only person who's been trying to actually get her out, and that's been ego-driven. From a strategic standpoint, absolutely none of you in the house remaining, none of the women deserve Angela to go out here. So I was so strongly rooting for Angela. Yeah, and even like the, I think Kayla was making an argument of like, oh, she never even saw an elimination, so she like has to like earn it. Like, I hate when the people make the argument of, oh, she just won dailies, so she hasn't won an elimination. Like, yeah, you win dailies to avoid elimination, so, so pipe down with that. <laughs> um... But yeah, Alyssa gave it her all, but I think uh, if you're someone who's Alyssa's size, you've got to be focused on keeping as many people in the house who are going to want to keep you, and I just can't get over that Alyssa was instrumental in cutting her own allies immediately upon entering yeah, the house. It's, it's, not, it's not ideal gameplay, I wouldn't think. Especially when Xavier, like, I think early on, like, went out of his way to, like, help Alyssa, too, so, like, it wasn't even like there was any doubt, like, he helped her, like, I don't even remember the context, but I remember he did something. He advocated against right, Tiffany right, right. versus. Uh, yeah, so there was already proof that he was willing to work with her. So yeah, I mean, going back to that, not not the best uh, game move there for Alyssa. Yeah, I'll add, put an asterisk and say, look, if you were, if Sarah were to have gotten rid of Ben in the early weeks, I would have said she was crazy, and then Ben ends up not working with her. So like, maybe there's some world where the Survivor girls team up with the Big Brother guys, and the same thing, you know, like. Who knows? But results oriented, not a great move. Although she lasted a long time. She did. Look, I mean, again, she was like very close to making the final. Had Tyson just got a little bit more uh, on this daily, she would have made the final. Uh, TJ having a lot of fun with a very emotional, emotional. Yeah, Angela. TJ was having a blast all day. As like the world, he was like that, like the <laughs> the mouse meme, like the world, his house is burning down. He's like, this is fine. I'm having a great time. He's just laughing it up, chucking it up with everyone. Uh, he's having a grand old time with this episode. What is so funny, which I didn't call out at the time because I didn't want to be a spoil sport, but like, you know, frankly, Tice, I think TJ named like four out of the eight finalists when you asked like who could make the jump to the challenge or like who was good and pressed you on the show in his preliminary interview. Like, I'm pretty sure he said Danny, yep. Tyson, Ben and Angela. <laughs> like, um, and I was like, hmm, that feels like. He was also super high on Alyssa, too. Um, yeah, he was high on Alyssa as well. Yeah. Okay, was it? Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, joke's on me because <laughs> I didn't anticipate the well, final. Like, sad, like, they really stepped it up and everyone, like, they, he was surprised about how well they matched up to the performance. So, uh, TJ wasn't always uh, right on point with that stuff. 
Um, but all right, so your finalists are Justine, Kayla, Sarah, Angela, Ben, Tyson, Danny, Dom. Uh, maybe 50% the people I would have expected. 50%. Oh. Yeah, I can't wait for like Challenge USA season eight where they bring back all the people who made the final and were screaming. Ben didn't really make a final. He didn't do a final. He just made it and got cut. Uh, but he he made the final. Yeah. Um, that's a some inside baseball for people on All Star Three. Uh, but that's not your business. Yes. If you, you don't know, know our pain. You have to be there um, every blood, sweat, and tear of seasons. Now, you said last week that you felt like they were just, like, jamming the end, getting to the end. Um, it did seem like these were edited to be two completely yep. separate episodes, but it was all worth it to see the transition of TJ slicking his hair back. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> red like, carpet. We don't normally get a slow-mo of that. Yeah, dead, red carpet finale, TJ. Yeah, I mean, look, look, the first hour ended at, like, uh, 9.58 uh, Eastern time, so it was basically a full hour. So, again, I don't. I, I still stand... I Look, after how this final went down, would you be surprised if, like, the production team of the show, like, miscounted the dates and, like, thought they had an extra week and then just had to slam these together for the final? Um, yeah, it's just... It, it seemed very odd that this was jumped together. No, I mean, I think it makes sense from... A, the season's terrible, but B, like, they, they can't put out a two-hour final off of what the material they had. Like, they get, like, they don't, what, can you imagine, like, how many quits happen in the first hour versus the second? And this first hour of this episode was maybe the best hour mm-hmm. of the season, at least the back half of the season. So, like, I don't think they're, like, oh, my God, we miscounted the days. I just think the final didn't stand on its yeah, own. For sure. And I don't know that that's their motivation. I'm just saying as a viewer, like, I appreciate it because if I had to watch two hours of this effing final, I, absolutely not. No, no way. I, no, no. Yeah. I mean, Enzo, Enzo didn't make it 20 <laughs> seconds. So, I mean, I don't yeah. know how they would have stretched that out. Um, here's a question. If Angela really thought, like she seemed to think, this is the opposite of the question of what I asked about Dom earlier. If Angela really thought that there was a world that they would run the final with one person, should an Angela or a Tyson, should the strongest man and or woman immediately try to be gunning to get out the strongest person of the other gender? Because I was like, if they do. I never really thought this, but the players in the edit had started to convince me. If they were matching you up one-to-one for the entire final, I think Tyson probably could have won, or you would be thinking that he would be the favorite to win with any mm-hmm. single partner. Like, he won the most paired eliminations. Right. So, you- so it's sort of stupid for Angela to watch right, Tyson Right, because you don't want anyone else to have the advantage of having Tyson at a checkpoint where they'll give them an extra boost that they would need like if you're stuck with tyson for just like a portion where you don't really need him for then he's not really giving you the boost that you would want and then he's boosting everyone else up along the way where if you just did it by yourself or with weaker people you would boost them up be like yeah i mean uh, yeah absolutely i think that's valid well i was even saying if they thought it was one partner the whole time if you're going to go one out of four chance on the algorithm that you get one mm. partner the entire time, because they, you know, like up to last week, they were talking like you'd have to run the entire final as a partner. And even when they're like, bring out their little boop, 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 they, they like 
Tyson and Angela like look down and like look sad that they're not going to be able to work together the entire time. Yeah. Idiots. Um, anyway, but yeah, even so, I mean, Angela does get screwed. Angela gets Tyson for arguably the one, the least important one to have Tyson for. Were you surprised? Um, so, I will just quickly going back to so Ben getting cut. They've done this before. Did you think they would bring back David Alexander? Just drop him in. That's in my notes. Here comes David. Yeah, I did. I couldn't believe they put him on the PJ. First of all, I'm saying that they took a private plane. Um, but like, yeah, I was I was so disappointed that Ben got cut. As I said last week, I think I was rooting for Ben. And I did think that David was going to come in. Or I was like, oh, I guess it's not paired. Because otherwise, they never would be doing yeah, I, this. I had the same thought. Like, oh, they would have a contingency plan. They wouldn't just, like, have an empty slot for the algorithm. But they did it. They just had an empty slot for the algorithm. I couldn't believe it. I really thought they would bring bring David back. And again, there's not, it, they've, they've done this type of thing before. This wouldn't be like totally unprecedented just to bring the person back right at the final even uh, if someone gets eliminated. Um, so yeah, you would think like knowing that, knowing that there's a daily where also you're doing it at night. There's a lot of running. You're doing that. You know, it's going to be uh, a physically grueling daily. Someone could get hurt. Like you would think just at a contingency, be like, David, let's just wait like 24 hours before you fly you home or just fly home with all the fine or whatever, just to make sure no one gets hurt. Like it, it, w- it wouldn't be out of the question that someone would have gotten hurt in that daily anyway. I don't think I said this in the last one, but if I were a man in that daily, I would absolutely not participate. And and this was before, like even with the five grand. Um because of exactly what you're saying. It wasn't even injury that I was thinking of. I was just thinking exhaustion. Like, I'm not going to run and swim and haul tires for five grand when I'm looking at $500,000 and I can get an edge right now over all of these people who are going to gas out for absolutely no reason. I don't care who's in the final with me. Like, I don't care. When Ben gets injured, it adds even more Mm -hmm. validity to that. Like, it is insane that he had to... That he got... An injury, a game-ending injury in a challenge that meant absolutely nothing. Which points, like, if they're doing this type of daily, this is the type of one where it needs to matter for both sides. Like, like, everyone did it, but, like, they could have had a scenario where people just weren't even trying. And honestly, maybe, like, some people, like, weren't giving their all. I don't know, but, like, you... There's, this is the type of daily where everyone just has to like have strong incentive. Honestly, this could have been the type of daily where they just did like a perch where it's like less people are just out. And that would have been totally fine too. Like there just needed to be that level of uh, incentive for everyone to be pushing forward. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, you have your foot to the ear to the ground. How many people were complaining about the algorithm? <laughs> 
and, and maybe not even the use of it, but like the rickety, like crashing. I, I didn't see too much of it. I think it might have been a little bit more, but like so quickly after Enzo quit that it just got totally washed over. So I think people were more just pissed that like by sheer chance, like Desi got stuck with Enzo here to get sent home. But I don't. I think people were probably expecting the algorithm to pop up again in the final. I think, like we discussed, I feel like it makes a lot of sense to bring this up, bring this back. So I don't think people were that surprised to see this come back again. Roll the clip of Brian being surprised when we suggested it last week. (laughs) No, I agree. Like, look, I just thought, like, in terms of, like, how everybody, not that the algorithm was back, but how everybody was like, oh, this is fixed. If it's fixed, it's this many people, it's this many options. And for them to bring out a crank, and I actually think this worked better because it, like, you know, presumably it was, like, a rotating cube that had the pairs matched up that then would like and presumably like it was random which one of that got picked like it's like the four scenarios were already I don't know whatever I shouldn't be trying to figure this out but what was very weird is that TJ was like cranking it you'd think they'd like spin Mm -hmm. it on a wheel or something like it was very weird to see him crank to a specific position I don't think it was fixed I just thought it was like a weird visual for TV Wi-Fi doesn't work out there so they couldn't get the electronic one Um, so they added to like old school like it felt like like Jacob and the man in black going way back in the day of just using like a cardboard cutout to like do it rather than like the new form technology that Jacob would have had nowadays. That's like that. No, I but <laughs> I like here's another frustrating thing, and I think this is what is gets frustrating about Desi versus Kayla with the onion versus Sarah in the tent. <laughs> like the inconsistently applied rules. Now I'm sure we've warned people about this on many of the preview podcasts we've yep. done over the last eight years. Cause we talk about this all the time, but sometimes even we need a reminder because the fact that someone that Ben could get medically eliminated and someone could run individually shows that somebody can run individually. So why does your partner quitting have to take you out of the competition? It, it shouldn't like, it's not, It wasn't surprising that they did this because they've done this type of thing before, but they usually only do it when you're, like, paired with that someone, like, the whole season. Like, this is, like, your partner. Like, when it's going back and forth like this, they have new partners every time. It's, like, if that person quits or, like, gets injured and has to leave, like, that they, that should be on them. They, that, your partner just gets last, and you move on to the next checkpoint. It's not like they have to like accumulate certain times where they have to like, I don't know what time you would give them for this checkpoint. Like you give them last place, Enzo's out, Desi gets last place for this checkpoint and you move on to the next. And now you have two women competing uh, individually uh, going forward. Like that's such an easy fix. There's no reason to add that hammer of the person quits or gets injured or whatever. And that person screwed along with them. There's no, there's no reason for it. Now, maybe you're making that decision before Ben's going to get eliminated, right? Like, in your dream challenge, you're pairing people up, and it adds more drama if, like, somebody can only quit by ruining their their other partner's chance at the final. Or maybe it motivates people to overcome, and you want that. But, like, A, it looks insane next to Kayla competing solo. And then, B, it later looks even more insane when 90% of the cast quits. Like, if that had happened during the pairs, you could have very easily had zero people. (laughs) Like, fewer people would have had to quit during the paired legs 
then quit in the total show to have zero winners. Right. Yeah. It's 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 insanity. It's insanity. <laughs> insanity. I, I, I'm I'm getting more mad again once we're, we're talking about this again. And just it's infuriating how this went down. Infuriating. So then, okay, Enzo quits. Just immediately. I didn't even say that. I'm nothing. Just immediately, nothing like he's just like the second like a wave hits. He's like, I'm out. Yo, I'm out. I can't do this. Yo, I'm out. I quit, yo. Sorry, Desi, yo. I'm sorry, yo, but I'm out. I quit. Sorry, yo. I get fears can be paralyzing. Like, we see, like, Darrell really struggle with heights and quit something. Like, we'll see people quit with less on the line, for sure. We'll just take the L and say, I'm going to go into the elimination. It's fine. You know, Katie's done that and all. So I don't know why all mm-hmm. is the only thing I ever remember. But, like, you're wearing a life jacket. You could go on your back and Desi could drag you. I know she wasn't like maybe able to do it. Like, and then at some point you were swimming in into shore. So once you get to the current, mm-hmm. the current will push you there. Like, you know, like, so I'm not saying it's easy. I'm a, not a good swimmer. And if you have a real phobia of water, that's hard to conquer. However, we've seen Enzo swim before. Not well, but he has. Like, to me, if you have a real phobia of water, you're refusing to get in right. the water. Like a Durrell who's like, I and just I'm not like doing that this. much of phobia of water. Do not agree to come on the show. Just don't. Like, this is not, there's going to be water. There's going to be severe. Like, if you have things where you just physically, it just you cannot do it, that's totally fine. Don't sign up for the show. Then. Say no. Say no. Just say no. And he and I'm coming down hard harsh on him because just generally I would, but he absolutely robbed Desi from how much was in her bank? Like ten grand? Like even forget the shot at the five hundred thousand. Like he and whether or not she would have been able to finish, like some people did finish. Sarah did finish. So Desi will be able to say for the rest of her life that she could have finished if, if Enzo mm-hmm. didn't quit on her or she would have had a chance. And Enzo is both on the boat and in the confessional justifying it and unwilling to say, I had a panic attack and that was a medical condition and I, I couldn't do anything. And instead he's out here saying, well, I looked at the shore and made the rational decision that I wasn't going to be able to finish. That The fact that he thinks that looks better for him is it's, it's hard. disgusting. It's horrible. And like I, it was the most mind-numbingly bad quit I think I've ever seen. Like, it was just so quick, like you said. Like, I know, like, the water, but, like, you have a life raft. They're not just going to let you die. Like, oh, it's just brutal to, like, take your partner home with you, where it's, like, this is the only time they're going to be partnered with you. It's not even, like, it's, like, your ex or, like, your best friend or whatever it is. Like, there's just, like, a person randomly paired with you. It's so bad. I feel so bad for Desi. So bad for her. Ugh. Yeah, I feel bad for myself, because I think Desi might have been my favorite so I would have won my winner pick if not. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, again, people can dog us for not being sympathetic to a, a panic attack or his real phobia. But like if Enzo is going to treat it like it was a conscious decision afterwards when he's doing a confessional, then we, we're going to treat it like it's yeah. a conscious decision, too. And that's so Absolutely. insulting to no, I feel so bad for her. It's brutal. Um, but OK, checkpoint two. This is where we get to the onion. Am, am I too unfair I mean, look, about I the onion? I think the onion and the garlic is bad. It's definitely not nearly as bad as some of the other stuff um, they've eaten. I think she got, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, they, all, they each had to eat their own portion, right? So this was by far the best thing for Kayla to have to do on her own. Uh, considering that she had to do it on her own anyway, even if she was with whoever. So just to do this on her own was probably best case scenario. 
thinking that too. That like, yeah, she didn't show up, and there were two onions on the on the table. Um, I can't even believe we're freaking talking about eating onions. I, and I'm not saying it's easy, but like, compare again, compared mm-hmm. to what we talk about. Uh, and she even brings it up. She's like, I ate maggot cheese on the Amazing Grace. Um, but the ma- I would say one thing is like, it's definitely a plus to have someone supporting you. A negligible plus, but a plus. Like Tyson, the way Tyson's sure. like talking to Sarah about it. I do think a normal person, not like I shouldn't say normal, a person unlike Enzo would normally be just a normal again. Oh my God, once you don't want to say it. All right. Enzo might not agree, but I would expect that uh, having the pressure of hurting somebody else might incentivize you to eat more and you have the support as opposed to when you're sitting there alone eating layer after layer after layer of the onion. Um, and then on the math portion, I think it was definitely beneficial to have two people. But yeah, no, I mean, this wasn't nearly as, as bad yeah. as it could have been. No, but look, look, at least she did it, right? She powered through this one. Um, she didn't quit at this part in the final, so so good for Kayla to, to finish it. I did enjoy Dominic saying, I already feel like I'm going to This definitely wasn't a Seinfeld callback, but I did enjoy him like uh, being like, oh, just eat it like an apple. Callback to that uh, Seinfeld, uh, George with the eyeglasses uh, episode. You're eating <laughs> you know? onions, you're spotting dimes. Um, but like, I, I'm just, I just can't believe what we watched mm-hmm. that we're talking about this right now. Um, it's crazy. Okay, my brain farted like Dom did the entire time. I don't remember what I was going to say. Whatever. Um, oh, 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 sorry. So when Kayla's there, like, crying over the onion, <laughs> um, I was already like, why is this any different than the puzzle? So, like, why can't she just sit there and wait until she times out? Because in the first heat, the team that finished in last, it said, just, it said mm-hmm. they timed out. They didn't make them finish the puzzle. Make them finish the puzzle then. How is that different? Desi and Enzo timed out in the lifeboat. Like they should make everybody, if you're like, be consistent. If you're, and we complained about this in all stars and this is part of it where like, they were like, we were running out of time. So we had to just move people along. But if you are, if there's a world where someone was never going to finish the puzzle, well then they Mm -hmm. should also be disqualified. If Kayla has to finish the onion, this goes to later, they get timed out too. If Angela can't sleep and has to finish the wheelbarrow. Yeah. In their mind, not doing something mentally like a puzzle. I think even sometimes they have people time out like a physical thing. They put the food thing in its own bucket. And I think this started with like Jay and Jenna. I think that's where this like blossomed from where like they couldn't drink the thing. So they were cut. And I think from that point on, it was like, if you can't finish the food portion, like that's the thing, no matter what you have to finish. Otherwise you're cut. Everything else you could time out or whatever. The food thing you have to finish. But then they made her do the math portion. Like, I almost thought if she finished the onion, they would just move her to the next round that she timed out. So, like, why is it certain puzzles? Or is it if she had just gotten to the end, it just happened that she had the right answer when she did the run? Like, it's just the rules are so inconsistently applied. If Angela put in one pebble into her wheelbarrow and she was worried about her back, like, just push that back and forth all night. Would that have been I, I guess fine? So. Yeah, I don't know what constitutes trying. Like, how much did you have to do a, a quarter of it, <laughs> half of it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, a tenth of it. I mean, I, I don't know what constitutes trying in their minds. 
And it's also, well, we'll get to it. All right. So at this point, Sarah and Danny are in the lead. Angela and Tyson in a close second. Um, I guess I can say at least it wasn't a runaway. I did think it was going to be just a massive runaway. There's a silver lining until everyone quit. It wasn't yeah, a runaway. Danny, Danny really showed up. I mean, he was he was crushing uh, pretty much every, I think he won almost everything. He could finish a couple seconds or whatever, but he, he was doing great. Like there was like, this is no knock on Danny. Cause honestly, how well he did on that last portion, like he smashed this final and deserves every ounce of the win. Uh, it's more just like the fiasco of everything else, but he did great. Nope. Can't take that away. Um, here's the other one I was thinking of that I was struggling to think of checkpoint three, where they have to memorize a series of numbers, um, that you later have to add up. So that's, that was like kind of a funny troll. It's like, remember all these individual numbers. Okay. Now add them up once you get to the end, but, um, you have to do the decoder. We've seen this before, kind of a waste here for me to have Tyson and Angela together. Um, this is one that Justine, when she's alone, times out on. How come she doesn't have to complete this? Because Again, it's the rules I are think so they each had like 10 numbers, right? I think she had 10 numbers. She should have had five. What the heck? That's that's, that's bologna sandwich. <laughs> but she didn't have to do it. So I guess so, but she, if she had five numbers, maybe she would have finished third or second. She would have quit sooner in the last part. But, you know, she would have been ahead. Um, here's checkpoint four where Angela quote-unquote quits. What bothered me and what I loved about this move for Angela, and yes, they gave her a smaller dirt pile, so good for her, good for them. You get told that, and tell me if I'm wrong, one person is allowed to rest while the other partner works. That is correct. Is that That's correct? What, that is what they were told. So every team has a decision, right? Like, presumably the stronger team member so like with sarah and dom might be sarah right like i'm not even saying like mm -hmm. the men can work and decide whatever like everyone has a decision to exhaust themselves it's like the survivor like the day one challenge now like where you can decide strength or the count the triangles like do i want to exhaust myself to be the stronger person to win the five points here or am i better served by sleeping and letting my partner do it and taking a, a lower point total. So if every other pair is allowed that option, why is Angela not allowed that option? I, I don't know. I, unless it's like she, again, like she had to try like, and whatever in their estimation is trying, like maybe she can go sleep for a little bit, but then she has to come out and at least attempt it. Um, and then maybe she can go back to sleep. I don't know what the fine print says on these rule boards, but that must have been what it was, that like there has to be some level of an attempt. Because, yeah, I mean, theoretically, like you said, someone could have just been sleeping the whole time and the partner could have done the whole thing and, and that's it. Uh, it's I, I guess she had to come back and forth. It is just complete another. Uh, it, it is so insanity that this is how this ends for Angela. Now, I thought she did it at least once, but maybe I'm wrong. I, like, again, it's so subjective what a try is, like you're saying. Like, I, again, particularly because the other teams had an option that was not available to her. And, like, what is... And I know you're what you're saying. You're not saying this, but, like, true. If she could... If she worked for an hour and then decided to go to sleep and was somehow able to wake herself up an hour later and go back to doing it, but, like... With right. what alarm? You know what I mean? Like, she's going to go in the tent and be like, I'm just going to get a, a few Zs. I can't even get myself up with a phone set to 500 alarms. Like, well, I, I just, it, it boggles the mind. I thought this was a great decision for her. Still a risk because she wasn't 
in first place. She's tied with Sarah at this point going into the checkpoint. I I was just right. it's not like some of the other nighttime portions of the challenge where the, of the final where it's literally like the, the point of it is just them staying up all night like that's like the point like there's nothing to gain there's no points there's no time it's just like putting them through this grueling like eight nine hour stretch to like de- deplete them even more for the next part like this is the 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 point of it. like she's taking less like that is her punishment she's not she's in her risk assessment, she feels I will do better in the next portion of the day by taking last here. Like anyone else could have done it. There was she wasn't like the only one. Like there wasn't like one bed, and she was occupying it for herself that no one else was allowed. Anyone else could have chosen the same path that she did. Uh, they felt they were better off taking the rest instead of the point. She was choosing. I will take the low, lowest amount of points here. I will take that hit. That is the risk I'm taking to better myself for the next person. Like that's totally fair. Like I think it's wrong. I, I I honestly think she would be better off getting at least like third or second. I don't think it would have been worth it. But like that's your choice. And there's that in no business worth. No business being sent home over. Like that's a ridiculous. If that's the rule, change the rule. That's a bad rule. Yeah, I think if she ends up being um, right in that it becomes an individual elimination, the next one, and I think she's got it over everybody else but uh, i mean and honestly i didn't pay attention to how points were applied in the next round because like you said yeah, my, br- my brain broke like, literally so i've never felt like this way before um but you make a great point like maybe that's the what production is trying to account against everyone refusing like no we're all gonna take two points and we're all gonna go to sleep but like that would be great mm-hmm. revolt break the challenge it happens on survivor people break the challenges mm-hmm. that's on but you because like it's like uh, the prisoner, prisoner's dilemma thing right like if everyone else sleeps someone's gonna be like oh okay i'll stay up and i'll claim the points for myself and i'll get you know first place while everyone else gets last like someone would do it because there is incentive to stay awake to get the points like it's not just who could stay awake the longest just to like make themselves tired like there is this is the the, the checkpoint is this portion so like there is something to be gained from staying awake she's choosing not to she's choosing to finish last so like that's her choice i agree with everything you're saying i think like we've seen things where you can only stay on this in this little circle you can only do this you one person can be on the thing if she just like laid down out of yeah. bounds and said no i'm going to sleep yes. then i agree you lose but she took what was or if they were like you have to finish the wheelbarrow before you have access to the tent she was yes. like fuck you i'm going in the tent Absolutely. Then I agree. She, it was a bad rule she exploited it and they were just like pissed that she exploited it and like held it against her Um, and then I even thought I, w- I was so confident that this wouldn't be considered a quit because I, TJ goes to wake them up and we go to a cliffhanger to commercial like she's about to get eliminated. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, he says, you didn't try to complete this. And I was waiting for him to be like, and that's really Bush League and you're getting two points and right. that's, you suck. Like, I thought we were just going to get TJ dressing her down. And I was so, it's like when Survivor or the challenge cut to commercial and looks like someone's going to die and then they're like medevaced or they're fine. I was like, there's right. just no world Angela's getting eliminated for this. When she was eliminated, I yeah, was. I had the same exact thought. I was like waiting for the TJ scalding of, I have such better expectations of you. I was waiting for the I'm not mad, I'm disappointed type speech, dad level speech. I was stunned, floored. I, I I could not believe that they sent her home over this. Just couldn't believe it. And so then we talked about pretty much the rest of this already at the top of the show. The one thing I can say that was good about the back half of this is like, it's cool that the weather evolved. 
that like at some parts it was mm-hmm. not snowing and as people continued it snowed that was visually interesting. yeah sure that was good um uh, again like I, what sucks is like again like i said at the top like the format i do like i like i like the fact that it builds towards an individual thing where the individual thing is worth more and whoever you know who's gonna win like by getting to the end you don't like you either you know you're going to win or based off the points you can determine you're going to win like it's not made up timestamps by all these different checkpoints like i like this format a lot it just sucks that it was just completely butchered by everyone just like tossing their hands up and quitting at the same time yeah you know we often talk about how like we like momentum i think they they went from pairs to you're you're right the final was a good format goes to pairs from individuals at the right time. In theory, we could have had, um, you know, there is no, like, how much time did it take? Let's calculate the points. Like, or no, there would have been points. Been points but, like, you, they, you know the points going in, so you know, like, okay, if I get, like, 10 points yeah, or whatever, whatever, like, I know, you you would know if you won by based on how you finished. Like, it's not, like, finding out the result. I just went to the questions, Doc. I have a question. Um, What's wrong with you? What was the? Did I just butcher the uh, office quote? I'm sorry, I butchered it. But something like that. The the Mindy Kaling quote. Like I have a question. Like how? Oh, how dare you? How dare you? Yeah. How dare you? (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think we spoiled something for Murray. Um, Will you do a ranking of players you'd most like to see back? This is from Willie Tannenbaum. Do you want to see anyone? On the challenge proper, do you want to see anyone? I, mean, on I the kind of want to pretend this doesn't exist, but I guess the only person would be Danny at this point, or Desi, Danny and Desi. Like when Tyson quit, I will say that shook me the hardest because, as he says in his confessional, and like it's almost like the challenge was like getting its jollies on. The fact that like we're getting a, a segment of Tyson being like, I train with ultra marathon runners. I do this. And right now, everything in the final is like what I do for fun. And then he later quits. And it's like, again, we don't want to see that. You said this before. I want to see people finish. I want it to be difficult, but it's gotta, they've got to finish. And for Tyson to quit, like I look forward, you know, our podcast will be over. I'll go into listening to what people have to say about it now. I got to hear the explanation here. I can't imagine saying I don't want to see Tyson back on something like this, but I got to hear what happened. Yeah, it it was it was stunning to hear like, oh, I just have like two numbers left and I have to redo the whole thing. But like my hands are cold, so I'm quitting like that's like that's just not something I would expect to hear from Tyson like that. It just it was just it was flabbergasting to see this all crumple. And then, like, I think, honestly, like it turned into like a little bit of group think where they were all at the stage at the same time. And when they saw like Tyson be like, yeah, this is crap. Let's just quit. Like I, if they were all kind of separate, I don't know if they all would have quit simultaneously like that. But the fact that they were just all together and they're all just like, screw this. Let's just get out of here. I think I kind of expedited it a little bit. But again, just to see Tyson do it was was jarring. Honestly, to see Dom do it was drawing too. Um, to see anyone do it, it's like the final. You're playing for a half a million dollars. Like it's just crazy to see people just like quit like that. And now I think for at least like Justine was in first place for the women at the point that she quits, right? Because she got there before Kayla and Sarah was still behind, and Angela mm-hmm. was uh, gone, uh, no longer with us. 
I think like part of what happened with Tyson and Dom is they were like, well, Danny's so far ahead that we're not going to win. So I'd rather flush the 10 grand I have right now and stop because I'm never going to beat him, which is still sucks, but is not as bad as somebody who is currently in first place Mm -hmm. quitting. Yeah. Um, and maybe that, like, look, if I'm Justine and I'm absolutely miserable and my body's giving out and I can't do it, and then I see Tyson and Dom are quitting, then maybe it makes it easier for me to quit, like, to your point, even if I am in first place, because I'm like, well, I'm not going to be embarrassed. Yeah. Like, Tyson it just was, because, like, we've seen people's bodies give out. Like, I'm not going to, like, question, like, any of their, like, what they're doing, but, like, we've seen people's bodies in these finals like truly like on the verge of just like complete shutdown and it's like here it's just like my hands are numb like i don't know what they were going through but like it's such like a different vibe compared to like when we've seen like challenge proper final meltdowns and like people like on the verge like on the verge of like severe injury like or whatever and to see it's like oh my hands are numb like it, it just like it was wild um, this is an interesting question. A lot of people writing in right after the episode saying the same things we've been talking about. Uh, ma'am or M-A-M and Cap says, can we please talk about the audacity of Tyson to tweet during the season that he could beat CT, Bananas, Wes, etc. and yet not finish the final? Is this final really that much more difficult than the recent seasons? I can't help but think that the total amount of double agents or even free agents had to be similar terrain, but almost all finished. Is this an overall fail for CBS to take this mainstream? Uh, going back to Tyson's audacity, Tyson also has challenge god in his twitter profile um again i'm really interested to hear what tyson has to say during the exit press and his own press i think it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek from a tyson but it's still frustrating i mean tyson loves to play up a character and stuff but if i knew this was going to be how my season was going to play out like I, I wouldn't have it in me to like talk up like this level of smack that he's been doing and then have it all kind of spit in my face like this. But I mean, look, Tyson's a different type of person. He likes, you know, getting in the mix with stuff. So he's going to do this. But like, I know if it was me and I flamed out as bad as I did here, like I just would not be talking as nearly as much as, as he has been. Um, all right. A lot of people upset about Justine having 10 numbers. Um, here's from Stuart. I know the final or the f- finale was terrible, but was Sarah winning this way the best women's outcome that resulted in a Sarah win? <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> well, do you mean any Sarah or you mean this Sarah? <laughs> uh, point. Oh, I okay, wait. I see what Stuart's saying. So, Sarah, meaning this Sarah. Because points-wise, the only way Sarah lost without quitting was Kayla first place, Justine second, Sarah third. There was literally a scenario where Sarah finished the final leg after Kayla and Justine and still beat them. So Sarah being the only... Given how unlikable Sarah was, I think... I don't want to put that in Stuart's mouth, but given... I'm interpreting this question to me. Given how unlikable Sarah was, is this the most palatable way she could have won? Than if all of them yeah, I think so. I think won. if you don't want to see Sarah win, but you know Sarah's going to win, it's like, how can you craft up a narrative and a way to play out? Like, all right, let's have everyone quit and Sarah, like, accept defeat of her own. But then she just, like, happens to win. Like, he's, like, the la- is, like, the last of the non-quitters. Like, that's, like, the most palatable. But, you know, good for Sarah. She didn't quit. And, like, to say, you know, she was one of the only... Um, the only two people that didn't quit, or like, I mean, for Desi and Angela, like they got DQ'd for different reasons, but she didn't quit. So, 
Now, in this season, that says a lot. Who goes to the final? The the like Master Chef Junior. Everyone from the country. <laughs> I don't want to say Master Chef Junior. Everyone comes together, challenge champions of the world. Uh, is it just the people who finished the final, or is everyone who made the no, final? So I, asked, and then is I asked David that in the Exit Press. Like, was this talked about? And he seems to think. It's like, he seems to think it's like still up for grabs. Like, no one really knows. I mean, TJ said like Danny and Sarah punched their ticket, but there's going to be a larger team, it seems like. And David's like, he's training. He wants to be a part of it. He wants to be a part of Team USA. So I think it could be like almost anyone from this season could be a part of it. When the press dropped, it seemed to suggest that it was the people who made the final. Now, if because of the way the final happened, they have to revisit that, maybe that, and maybe that's what David maybe. wasn't able to say, like, uh, you're about to watch nobody finish. Um, but yeah, did I download the exit interview? I did. Did I press play? I did. Did I immediately stop like Edzo in the water? I did. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and you know what? I intended to listen to it before we recorded tomorrow, but alas, here we are at 1230. He's uh he's fighting to get back in the game. This is why I was like, bring him back to the final. I got a rooting interest in him now. There Nelson we go. Upside. Here we are. Now him. Ryan's turned. That's what it is. Here's a great question from Patty B. What are your th- and like, here's the thing? This is what's frustrating. Is like the challenge has to be salivating. This is going to be the most talked about final right, ever. Literally, because local, literally so, local news you know. will be talking about this tomorrow. <laughs> Patty B says, "What are your thoughts on Angela teaching the world as a vegan chef how to work with an onion as if it's not one of the most commonly cooked?" Dom was like, oh, "Angela over there, like." a fork and knife like the vegan eater she is like what is that fork and knife and like if you're if not vegans don't use fork and knife like what, what is he talking about killian says after seeing the final do you think tj was joking when he said he was really impressed maybe, the cast maybe this, this was a giant troll from tj if it was kudos i'd be curious to get an exit interview yeah, with tj Keep it, keep here, it here, grand time. Like, him tweaking Angela was hysterical. That, that was like one of my all-time favorite TJ moments. So funny. Um, this is, it takes your tinfoil hat and makes it look like it's made out of the opposite of tinfoil. Hard plastic? I don't know. Did Sarah actually finish or did they push her along? How many people along with Tyson were forced to quit? Every other team had the option to trade out resting and digging. Angela was expected to not rest at all. On all of these nights, we recline on this night. No, sorry. Why did uh, she have a tent if they expected her to do the entire night? So, like, do you think anyone was forced to quit? Calder, I think yeah. it's time to go to bed. I don't, I don't know think that so. people were forced I don't to think quit. So. But, yeah, I mean, look, it is kind of like uh, it's, uh, Sarah won. I don't know. I'm not going to discredit her. Sarah won. Um, this mm. is actually interesting. Not John Fincher tweeted to us from the perspective of someone who watched the show spoiled, which we did not. As far as I, I can only speak for myself, I did not. Uh, sorry, from the perspective of someone who watched the show spoiled and knew months ago Danny and Sarah won, it amused me to no end how bad Sarah's edit was. They gave Sarah an I'm winning confessional or an I'm winning confessional in the premiere, and that was like the only amount of care they took in her story. Now that is actually interesting to mm. have watched the season, knowing the result. It must have made absolutely 
no sense. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like an all-time non-winner's edit for, for Sarah. I mean, she came across horribly for most of the season, so very bizarre. Uh, from the Danny side, you can kind of make more sense of it because they really tried to shoehorn in a lot of his like, kiki stuff when like, he didn't need to be, so at least that side of it makes sense, but from the Sarah side, they really, like, torpedoed her. Um, and Not Chad Fincher also said, and in the finale, Sarah got no zero emotional hook, no segment with her husband or son, No, and I don't, maybe they didn't want right. to, you know, like, who knows if they're like, I don't want to show a picture of son, although I think her husband was her loved one on Survivor. No tinkly piano or triumphant music, nothing. Editors hated her. All the emotional post-final content went to Danny and Kiki. But Liana, so it's interesting you think she didn't have winners as an edit. Liana says, I know there's a lot of mess, but please mention how Sarah is still unlikable even with a winner's edit. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I mean... So was there a winner's edit, or could Sarah just not surmount it? Unless they were so disgusted with how she won, they were like, let's just trash her along the way. Yeah, I don't know if... Yeah, yeah I mean... She did have a winner's edit, I guess, in that Angela, who should have had a great edit, still, to me, remained unlikable so much that I was rooting for the counter alliance which was right. sarah so even when like even the you know i agree with liana that there was a winner's at, winners at it because like even when tyson makes the move against her that doesn't pay off the edit makes it seem like that's gonna really screw him but then when we break it down on the sidelines it's like wait that was actually the right move and will not blow up in his face at all but she still wasn't like no. confirmed not likable all right, speaking of confirmed not likable, that's the end of this season. Facts. Facts. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think there was anything else, right? So, I mean, next, that's this that's this season. I mean, still no World Challenge 38. There is that challenge um, documentary. I don't think any clips of Challenge USA will be making it into that. <laughs> so, we don't have to worry about uh, that portion. But, you know, we'll see how that three-week special goes. Maybe we'll pop back on to uh, talk about the, the Challenge 30 for 30 going on. Was that a maybe? I thought we're doing one I'm of definitely. those. I mean, we can see it. If it's horrible, maybe we'll decide not to. I don't want to, like, jump in with both feet, but we'll see how the three weeks go. I'll come in. I'll commit to coming on in three weeks on my own if needed for okay. 10 minutes to talk about the three hours of the yeah. challenge documentary. And if you're, if you're not aware, it's so MTV, which I'm sure it's like, <laughs> I, was, I, I actually watched this live. I was so waiting for a commercial for it, but I, don't, I couldn't believe they didn't plug it. But uh, on MTV next I think it's Thursday. Maybe it's Wednesday. I don't even know. Wednesday or Thursday for three weeks. It's basically a challenge 30 for 30. One of the, like, uh, you know, a his, uh, oral history of the creation of the challenge um, and kind of its place in pop culture history. So I am very curious to see how this uh, how this plays out. Yeah. So it should be good, but we'll see. Oh, boy. Breaking news. Tyson has tweeted, and then we'll get out of here regardless. Because, again, stay tuned to the exit interviews that Brian will do and all of the interviews. I'm sure these people are dying to talk about what happened and that's just not going to be from us. But Tyson said, sorry guys, I still haven't learned how to play Sudoku and quote, finish the pattern wasn't enough to figure it out on the fly. So Tyson is reporting that the only instructions were finish the pattern and he just didn't know the rules of Sudoku. Seems unlikely. I don't know. That's not okay. So, so far, we are not getting great excuses. 
I mean, I mean, he says he has like tons of puzzles in his house. He never played Sudoku before. I don't know. I mean, I think even if you know the rules of Sudoku, like you have to know how to play to be any good at it, usually. But like, if that really is all the instructions, I don't know why Incentive Tyson would have to lie. That's insane. Like, finish the pattern is not an instruction for Sudoku. Justice for Desi. That's all I got. Yeah, maybe we're hearing it wasn't it wasn't too hard. It was oh, I see you yeah. literally tweeted that two hours ago. Um, it what it was weird though. It popped up as the number one That's thing in my timeline when I refresh as you said it. Um, all right. Well, I won't belabor okay. this anymore. Who cares? Oh man, you can um, follow me on Twitter, Colin Brown underscore. You can uh, subscribe to this. Oh, Robinswebsite dot com slash challenge feed or challenge iTunes. Uh, they can follow you. Follow me at last tweets. Here's a funny tweet from Allegory. Okay, I'm enraged. TJ, tell the people actually makes the rules in your final that they suck. <laughs> On that note, we'll be back in three weeks for the challenge 30 for 30. And then whenever challenge 38 comes along, until then, have a good one. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.